guys, and welcome to a new week. We are so excited because the holidays are right around the corner and it's our favorite time of year. Yeah, Thanksgiving is literally this week and I'm so excited to eat already. Me too. I have a couple families that we're visiting. Well, I just two (laughs) but we have two thanksgivings and i'm like all about it it reminds me of my mission days when i felt so sick to my tummy because i ate so much but i just love food i'm a foodie and i have no shame in the game like i love eating so i'm very excited oh yeah that just brought back a lot of memories from the the mission from the mission yeah i remember i used to feel so sick from my mission like you would literally eat all day all day, yeah. All day, every day. I will say, though, it was really fun to see different traditions and different, like, um, foods that people had on my mission. So it, it was fun. Like, I loved I loved it. Like, I did hurt at night, but it, it was fun. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about surviving the holidays with our in-laws. Yes, we hope that this episode helps you... Just get through the holidays with your in-laws because sometimes it can be very difficult or sometimes Mm -hmm. you're blessed with really good in-laws. But I feel like with the um, interactions that we got on our Instagram, most of our audience said that it was not a good time during the holidays. Very stressful, very anxious. And so we hope that this is your survival guide. Yeah, we don't want to make it sound like um in-laws are terrible and bad like that's not the point of this episode it's just to have sympathy and just to be able to like connect and know you're not alone if you do struggle with your in-laws through the holidays or just overall you know what i'm saying but especially the holidays because the holidays can be stressful so it adds that extra stress for sure and it's revolved around family so i feel like you kind of have to do it so yeah like does said (laughs) (laughs) you gotta (laughs) you gotta just do it (laughs) but yeah, like Des said, we hope that it just helps you and you're not alone. Yeah. We asked people on our Instagram kind of their thoughts on it, what they struggle with, what the hardest part for them is. So we're going to kind of go through those, talk about it, elaborate, and then we'll kind of give our perspective as well. Okay. So one that we got was when they talk about how much better their family was before their kids got married. This one was really interesting for me to read because I feel like this is a very blunt one um, to be in a situation to hear that. So um, yeah, this one's, what do you think about this one, Des? Because this one's weird. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because we've got all different kinds of in-laws from these responses. And this one seems like I would struggle with, I just struggle with people who are blunt in general, just because I'm so sensitive, but that would be tough. Um, I don't know. Like, how would you react to that? I just feel like I'm, I'm kind of like a blunt person. Like I'm a very nice blunt person. Like I, I'm, my intentions are never to hurt someone, Yeah. but I will tell you upfront if I'm getting hurt, like I never want to see friends or loved ones be hurt. So I, I'm one to like defend people. Yeah. Um, so this one would be hard if I was in the situation, I just feel like I would, I don't know, like talk to, I feel like the first thing I would do, number one is have a conversation with my, my spouse or my significant other and talk to them about like what I'm feeling in that moment when their parents make those comments. Um, 
I feel like this is probably the best way to kind of go from that point just because I feel like they can kind of understand their parents more and take it from there and kind of communicate with them kind of being like the middleman that's just how I feel like would work the best for me well I hope for this person is just that like their husband or their partner just understands that their parents are that way does that make sense so that they can be able to like um, sympathize with you and be like yeah like I can totally understand that because there are those partners as well that will defend their their parents mm-hmm. over their spouse. I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree on that. I was just going to say, kind of bring that up after you were talking because I do feel like some people, um, husbands or wives or boyfriends or girlfriends, like will stand by their families. And that's like a sucky situation. But at the same time, um, it just happens. And yeah. Another one that we got is lack of privacy you're not in your head do you can you relate to that one no i was just gonna oh. say like <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like a um like a weird not like a weird topic for me but i am from what we received and what des and i talked about is i am more on the side of like i love spending time with my in-laws and my family and i don't really have these these problems um And I kind of wanted to get like more into like why it works for me because it doesn't work for everyone. Majority is saying it doesn't work for them. Um, But I'm nodding my head because I know a lot of friends that Mm -hmm. have been in a situation of like their in-laws are just really involved and like really involved with the grandkids or whatever the case may be. But in-laws always want to be over talking every day and they just have no privacy. So yeah, I I have like a middle, like my mother-in-law is really good at like, well, not even just my, it's most of my mother-in-law is like who's more involved, but she has a good like 50% of like, what are you guys up to? But 50% of like, I'm not stepping on your toes either type of yeah, person. Totally. Like there's those parents who will ask so many details that are like, this should just be kept between us and you guys don't need to be involved in it. Like, I know it comes from a good place that you that you care and you want to be there to help, but like this is just through us, and I think that's just something that you need to say. You know? Yeah, I will say though, I feel like my family is probably the most lack of privacy. This is one that probably Taylor's like, oh, your family lacks privacy, um, and I know that he a hundred percent would say that because my family is so like blunt and loud and outgoing and. I talk to my mom every single day and I FaceTime her and just like different things. And so my mom is very involved with my life. But again, I am the only child, you guys. So like her like life mm-hmm. revolves around me still. And so, um, so yeah, Taylor sometimes is like, oh, that's a little too much information to share. And like he has sat me down and like talked to me about like those situations of like, okay, let's not like bring that up next time. Or so I do have to respect like, I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, like, I talk to my mom and my grandma mm-hmm. about all these things, so it's kind of weird and funny. Yeah. I guess I'd just bring this up now. I was going to bring it up later after we talked about everyone's hardest part, but this is especially hard when you first get married because you're just barely setting your foundation with each other and what your life is going to look like. So when 
and like parents and in-laws are involved like you just came from a different life and now you're you know what I'm saying like you're saying you talk to your mom all the time so it's perfect to sit down and have those conversations like you and Taylor had where he brought up his concerns and you also let him know why that happens and then you guys can see each other's point of view and then move forward from there does mm-hmm. that make sense yeah so just know that if you know you're in your first five years of marriage especially like this is this is like probably the hardest part like where you're just establishing ground rules and stuff like that just know you're not alone <laughs> <laughs> yes in all of these you're not alone yes uh-huh. it's it yeah this is like a the holidays are really like a a really funny tough time like I really do feel like everyone can relate to this and I just think these are really great points that people are bringing up and it's interesting to see different family dynamics and so it kind of makes me kind of think too and of like my family versus his family Mm -hmm. so it's interesting so the next one that was um sent over to us was controversial topics being brought up like religion and politics what do you think about this one does like what do does adam's family bring these topics up does your family bring these topics up like what does that look like during the holidays for you i think for the most part all of our family is like on board with like we have the same views but there are certain family members who think differently than us and it you know it really does get heated and i think that you just need to know like they have this view and i have this view and we don't need to try and like change each other's mind just know that you're not there to change people's mind does that make sense yeah it's a happy time of year you guys <laughs> i feel like this is one of the things like religion and politics is such a big thing right now in the world like it it always has been um but i feel like it's one of those things that like again like what does like you're not there to change someone's mind and everyone has different views different beliefs and stuff and like for example, like m- my family and Taylor's family, two different religions, like, and I'm not there to shove my religion down my family's throat and they're not vice versa. And so this is one of the things of like me and Taylor personally, like we have our views, but we're more, um, we kind of step back and we're like, oh, we, I kind personally, I just kind of move away from those conversations. That's just me. Because I know people are very strong about certain things. And I mm-hmm. I just don't want to talk about it. So I admire my sister. Um, my family's pretty religious. And she's not. But she still lets us have those conversations around the table with each other. And she doesn't like shy away from it or move away. Like she'll listen. She'll be present. And she'll, but she won't be like, I don't want to talk about that because that's not yeah how I feel. So I, I really admire her for that. Just letting us be who we are and, you know, vice versa. For sure. If that makes sense. Instead of, you know, because how I see it too, like is if people want to talk about it, like just let them talk about it. Yeah. Just like don't involve yourself if you don't want it to be heated. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's exactly like what I was trying to get to is like totally. I don't let it get I'll, – I'll sit there and – I won't meant I won't even comment yeah. towards it. I just yes. listen. You won't and I, add to it, yeah. Or I'll just nod my head. But but mm-hmm. that's pretty much what I do. So. Yeah. 
Yep. I can think of many. I mean, like in this time, we're totally going off topic, but <laughs> like in this time period in the world, it's just crazy. And so I'm sure things are going to be brought up this holiday season. Oh, yeah. So I think just being prepared to have and hear conversations that are different than yours and just to be able to be like, like, yeah, I can see why you think that, but I, I think differently. And that's all it has to be. Yeah, just stay really, true. Yeah. Stay true to yourself. Like totally. if whatever works for you and whatever doesn't make you uncomfortable or whatever, just be yourself and do you. And let it, other people as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that one's like one that you can talk a lot about. Totally. Because there's just so much to it. Let's see. The next one is when this kind of goes with the privacy one. When all of your in-laws have grandkids and you're the only one without babies. Yeah, it's exhausting hearing constantly when we're having a baby and the pressure makes me so mad. (laughs) (laughs) That one's kind of like, you know, it's um, like personal between you and your spouse. Like when you're going to have kids and, you know, you never know if they're struggling to have kids, if they're trying in that moment and it could be a sensitive topic. But I can also see the other side because I am the oldest in my family and I am the only one with a child. And I, it's kind of like when you receive something or you have something that you're just so in love with, like a product, um, your testimony, anything, like you just want to share it with everybody else so that they can have that feeling as well. So you're just, it's a natural thing to just kind of ask. But I also definitely see where, you know, that's, that's kind of like a private thing. Yeah. This one's um, like one that I I kind of feel, but I don't feel just because I, Taylor, I'm the only child. So the only pressure that we get is from my mother that wants grandkids so bad. Um, but then my in-laws, my sister-in-laws and my brother-in-law have tons of kids. And so we're the only one, I guess, in that family setting that doesn't have kids at the moment. And so I've never personally heard my mother-in-law like pressuring me to have kids or my father-in-law or anything like that. And so if anything, to be honest, like I've always felt like I'm like, do they even want us to have kids or like (laughs) they never say anything? Because like I said before, like they have a really good like boundary of like not stepping on people's Mm -hmm. toes and um. I think also because I have always been so open like these past couple months about my miscarriage that I feel like people kind of have stopped asking me when I'm having kids because it is like, like Des said, you don't know the situation. Um, but I get what Des is, Des is saying is like, once you're a mom, like you want that for your friends and your family and stuff like that. So it's one of those things that you just kind of, it's, you're never going to make anyone happy because like, <laughs> If you go, you know, like when you're dating someone, someone's always going to say, when are you guys getting married? When you get married, someone's always going to say, when are you having babies? When you have your first baby, someone's going to say, when are you having your second baby? So it's always like that you keep doing the checkbox for other people, but you're never going to make one happy. So do Mm -hmm. what works for your, your spouse and you and kind of don't let it get to you too much. Totally. And as much like as irritating as it can be, I think you just have to remember that it's coming from a good place. Like they're trying to connect with you. Like they're trying to get to know you better. They're trying to, you know, just have a connection. So just think of it that way. And 
if you're trying to make the connection with somebody and they you want to know if their thoughts on kids like what's going on something that I ask I don't say like when are you gonna have kids because that's like a lot of pressure I just say like have you guys thought about kids you know that way it's just kind of like it's a little bit more open mm-hmm. and only if I really want to know I'll ask <laughs> <laughs> I really love just that phrase that you said is like it's coming from a good place just remember remember that with this situation it's like it's always coming from a good place place because they want to see cute kids you guys are probably good looking people (laughs) so they want to see cute kiddos but it's coming from a good place just kind of just kind of take it and um i know it's hard and people take it very differently but it's one of those things of like how much is it going to let me bother me because it's it's my family and they want they want to see little ones yeah totally so this one um says they give rude comments about me being vegan. That's a good one for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So I feel like during Thanksgiving, everything is revolved around food, obviously. Mm-hmm. So this one would be hard because this is something that you your lifestyle revolves around this. And so if you are so used to and lived that lifestyle and someone's not making it easy for you, that's when it's it's tricky. That would be really tough, just like you said, because it's your everyday life. It's your lifestyle. Um, I know a lot of Adam's family is vegan, and I think it's just so considerate to think about, you know, them as well. So you don't have to make all the dishes vegan, but just think of ways that you can help them out, you know? Or even this is one that, like, I feel like you as a person can be like, don't worry about my food. I'll cook like a little special mm-hmm. like side dish for me and you guys are more than willing to like come try it out. Like I would love for you guys to try my vegan food or my gluten-free food, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, um, and make it kind of a positive situation versus of like they're not helping me. Yeah. And um, yeah. It's like I, you're sharing a part of you with them. Yeah. But I do get um, – I don't have this problem with food necessarily, but like my dad – my biological dad will make comments about me being um, a church member of uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints of like not drinking coffee. So he'll like n- like do little stabs and like he'll go get coffee and he's like, do you want, do you guys want coffee? Oh wait, you're not, you can't drink it. <laughs> so I totally get this I, in some sense of like, it is hard when you're like, this is my lifestyle. This is what I believe in. And mm-hmm. like, you're not supporting that, but just make it a positive situation and just just smile and keep going forward. Yeah. I like that. Um, another person said, I love my in-laws, but it's definitely tough getting used to it. First year doing yeah, it. Yeah, so pretty much she, it's hard, like, having a fun time, especially during the years, especially, like, with her family. Like, she's comparing her family versus, okay. yeah, so... Yeah, and Des talked about this. Is like the first year is a really big adjustment um, because you come from two different families. And for in my instance, in my marriage, it's like we come in two different like cultures. Like it was a culture shock for for Taylor. Like he's like, what? Like you guys do what? Like <laughs> for Thanksgiving, you guys don't have turkey and mashed potatoes. And I'm like, no. I was going to say, no, bro, <laughs> we have, um, all Salvadorian food. And now it's like one of those things, like 
he loves it. Like he looks forward to like his El Salvadorian Thanksgiving that my grandma makes. And so it just, it, it, it is, um, something to get used to. Definitely. Um, I think that's the hardest part for me is just, I grew up with certain traditions and then having to add new ones or take away the, those traditions that I had for the year if we're going over to Adam's family and doing something else. I think that's probably the hardest part for me during the holidays. Not necessarily so much uh, like directly towards my in-laws, but just the fact that I'm doing something that's different. Change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, change is kind of a hard one for me. I don't really... It doesn't sit well with me. It's something that I'm trying to like learn, but that was one, that's probably one of the hardest things that I've also had to do with is like, I'm like, wait, we are eating Thanksgiving like at three o'clock. I'm like, (laughs) we eat Thanksgiving at like seven (laughs) o'clock, but like little things like that, or even like I have to share my time during the holidays because both of our families live in Vegas. And so I have to spend 50% of the day with my family and 50% of my time with his family, which is like a nice little break. But at the same time, I'm like, wait, we're going to do the fun games. But then my heart's like, wait, we need to spend time with my husband's family or like vice versa. And so it's for us, it's kind of hard to like, we're still trying to learn how to balance everything totally. and work with each other's families and stuff. But our moms make it pretty easy. And oh, so good. Okay. We got a couple messages that we'll read. They're a little bit lengthier. So this message says, so I don't love my mother-in-law and I find holidays very stressful when we are with them. They have different traditions and I feel very pressured with the time of year to be best friends with everyone and to never have to make any issues. In society, I always feel like I'm not allowed to not get along or to not like my mother-in-law since she isn't a monster. But there are things about her and what she does that drives me crazy and make and make me uncomfortable. She has OCD, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, and loves to tell everyone what to do. And if we don't do exactly what she wants and is looking for, she'll get mad and start trying to manipulate and make everyone feel guilty for not serving her the right way. I hate that I can't be myself around her because all she does is judge, even when she says she's just listening and not judging. It's so frustrating, and she thinks that she's just trying to be nice, but she always goes about it in the wrong way that it ends up being mean. I love the holidays, but being with her makes me so anxious and stressed. Like, I'm just waiting to be yelled at, which has happened before. I just wish she was more patient, kind, and less pushy with what she thinks is perfect. I can relate with this, like, kind of with my own parents, not necessarily my in-laws. So I can see, like, Adam feeling this way and just myself and how stressful that can be. So I can definitely relate, and your feelings are totally valid. I thought you were crying. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, whoa, this oh, is taking a turn of events. I'm like taking turn of events. I'm like looking at you. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to say the same thing um, too, does it? It's like, I feel like this is one that Taylor probably can relate to um, a little bit just because my mom um, is more of the one of like, she's like, the leader of the pack and so she tells people like do this do that do this and she likes things very specific in in a certain way and she if you're hearing this mom you know you're you're like this is you (laughs) to the t and so um yeah this is hard this is one that this is when i feel like um i have to sit down with my mom and talk this is the same situation that i brought up before it's like 
be open and communicate with your spouse so that your spouse can be your safe safe zone Mm -hmm. during those situations because at the end of the day you married your person or you're dating that person because you feel safe with them and that's what they want to do for you so go to them or her and talk about it and I'm more than positive that um little things can change because things won't happen overnight you know like She's not going to be a different person overnight, but I do feel like um, it will get better after that communication. Yeah, I definitely like how you use the word like safe place with your with your husband because that's how it is with my husband and I. Um, we, Like I said, I hope that your um, partner is in defense of you like, and not your, not your mother just so that you guys can be able to talk about like what frustrates you and because like Kim said it's not going to change overnight you just got to have a place to be able to like talk about your feelings and not let it bottle up inside of you and so that's what I love about my husband and I like if we're super frustrated with our parents we can get in the car and go back home and just talk about how we felt and why it frustrated us and how we can do better next time Mm -hmm. that makes sense I was gonna say like I don't well we don't have safe words like let's get out of here type of words but um that's something that I remember like on my mission that I used a lot like if we felt uncomfortable or unsafe or even like it was time to go because of curfew and stuff like we always had like a sign of like turning our watches to our wrist super I don't know if that's common like your mission does but um just like little things like that obviously I don't know like 100% your situation and like if your in-laws live in the same state or if you guys are, you guys visit a certain state and that's like Thanksgiving all week with them. Um, but I feel like take the time to like take care of yourself and your feelings and know that you are validated. And if you do live in different states, maybe that's the perfect time of like, maybe it's getting too much and it's not getting fun for you or it's not being a good time for you. It's like, okay, time for us to leave and so I think just take care of yourself I feel like that's like Mm -hmm. the number one thing like validate your feelings make sure that your spouse is validating your feelings and yeah and also make it aware somehow to your mother-in-law that this is how you're feeling and it can be in the smallest steps possible like my family in general can be like very in in our daughter's face and it's things that my husband and I talk about together like when we're going home like this really frustrated me like that they said this this and this and next time we go over we need to make sure that we say this so that they know this does that make sense and it can be like the smallest baby steps because there's probably a lot that you just have to take in from them and so just every time you're over there just say one thing to make it to make your feelings known. Does that make sense? And you can talk about it with your spouse in advance so that they're there to back you up and mm-hmm. be your support. Stick up to the man. Just kidding. Okay, yes. <laughs> so we have another story. Um, and I'll just go ahead and read that. Okay, holidays with in-laws. Why is it so hard for real? Haha. Ha. For me, it was being away from my family for the first holiday. That was extremely difficult. And then being with my whole new and different family. My family, more especially my mom, is the most bubbly, energetic, and kind human being. She's over-accommodating and we say sorry in our family. Like it's a, the word the. 
Whereas my family, my husband's family isn't as much that way. They aren't as lovey-dovey or expressive, which is very hard for me. Also because I lost my dad, thinking of calling a new set of parents mom and dad has been something I've yet to feel comfortable with. I've literally called my in-laws by their first names, but that's just a name thing. I also feel like your in-laws when dating are completely different people than your in-laws when you're married. It's like you're suddenly a part of the family and you're going to get all of them and their true selves. Yep. So this, there's a couple of things in this story that, um, that kind of, um, stood out to me. So one of them is being, um, kind of going a little bit down from the story. It says, um, that she lost her dad and that calling a new set of parents, mom and dad, um, Des, I don't know about you, but I personally don't not call my yeah my, I don't I don't call my in laws mom and dad. I call them Eric and Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think you need to feel guilty for that at all. Yeah. But because I know this person, I know like that's something that she would feel guilty for because mm-hmm. she's the sweetest human on earth. So just know that you do not need to feel guilty for that. It's yes. I think it's completely normal to call your in laws by their first name for sure. I actually don't know any one of my friends that call their in-laws mom and dad um i've seen it in movies like they're like hey mom hey dad but like i don't know i i that's one that i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna call you by your first name (laughs) um i do call my my husband's grandma and grandpa grandma and grandpa i don't Mm -hmm. call them by their first name like hey grandma hey grandpa that's like the only people i call by like um their title if that's what you call it um so yeah don't feel uncomfortable you are the, I know this yeah. person too so you are the sweetest soul and yeah you I just know yeah I know you want to but just, you really don't need to feel <laughs> guilty for that you're all. an angel <laughs> <laughs> um again like we can totally relate especially the first um holiday so yeah. so tough like I remember being toxic the first <laughs> holiday <laughs> <laughs> i'm not joking i feel so guilty looking back like i was not okay <laughs> like I, you don't do that but um <laughs> here we are or four years and we're doing better okay <laughs> anyway um like i legit remember just being so overwhelmed especially as an introvert we had spent so much time with my family and then going over to my husband's family i was just so overwhelmed, especially it being the first time. Um, I remember they wanted to do something extra that I wasn't prepared for. And I just, I went home and I was just mad at my husband. And so it, yeah, it like, I promise you just know that the first holiday can be so tough. So just don't feel alone if you're, you're going through that. Yeah. And I think this is another thing of like, um, she mentioned that her mom's like bubbly, energetic, and just the, the sweetest soul. And I mean, no figure. We we know this person. So I'm like, duh. But this is one that you have to kind of step back and be like, he's from a different family. This is a whole different situation. And it is hard. But um, my husband and my family are so different. Like my husband's family is more like reserved versus my family. They're talking about like, everything and anything at the you know dinner table and so everyone's in everyone's business and even I remember in my um 
my luncheon that I had at my wedding, my, my aunt gave a talk. I asked her to give like a little speech and she was like, Taylor, just know that if I know something, my mom's going to know. And if my grandma knows, then my other aunt's going to know. And then if my other aunt know, like the whole people, in Ca- our whole family in California is going to know. So it's like, it, two different situations, right? Like two different, all different types of personalities. We have introverts, we have extroverts in our family. And so it's just like those, that one situation of like, how do I, this is not my family. Like you have those feelings, but you learn to like, especially be married after four years, you learn to like adapt to those things in some, in some ways. Cause you don't, you don't fully have to do it. Cause if you don't want to, does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, totally. Yeah. Um, so this whole topic has reminded me of my mission this whole entire topic like you even started it off that way and it's it just reminded me of um this book that we used as missionaries called preach my gospel and one of the chapters that we would read over is how to use your time wisely and at the very beginning there are just some key points that i kind of wanted to read that i will switch some words up so that it can be like applied to your marriage versus as a missionary okay so i'm just gonna actually read it how it's written but just think about it in your marriage versus as a missionary okay so it says you are assigned to do the lord's work in a specific area he wants you to watch over your area with love and great care your purpose is to help others come unto him yada yada do all you can to leave your area stronger than you found it so i really like that so instead of thinking how different it is from like your other area. Think about how you can better it and how you can kind of like share your light and how you can help others. Does that make sense? So yeah, just thinking of that, like if you're struggling with the differences between your family, just think about, I don't even know how to put it. What would you say? Like, I don't want to be vague and say like, think of it in a positive way. Well, it's, it's like you, it's like the thing that you hear, at least my mom has told me this in the past of like, you want the best for your kids and you want them to do better than what I've been, they've been raised in. So my mom always tells me that she's like, I want the absolutely best for you. And I don't want you to fall into like the traps that I fell into. And so it's kind of the same thing of like, just leave it better than what you left it or like you came into it. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think like, it is really vague to be like, be positive, but leave it, leave in a positive note, shine, like, I feel like shine your light within that situation and it's just going to be a better outcome. Yeah. Um, I guess instead of turning inwards and thinking like how it's applying to you, think about how you can turn outwards and how you can help that situation. Because like I said, we know you as a person and we know how much of a light you are so you are that for their family does that make sense yeah if not come into my family (laughs) what you miss from your family is what you're giving to their family so Mm -hmm. so i love that i love that des thanks for sharing that (laughs) you're welcome that's it (laughs) no i i mean i read that as a missionary but i feel like like you said you can apply that to your marriage Mm mm-hmm and that's what you want at the end of the day. Like we, you want happy family on both sides. And so, yeah, sometimes we kind of have to look at the light at the end of the tunnel and make it a positive 
thing. Yes. Through the whole experience. Mm -hmm. (gasps) I think just to kind of wrap up that section is um, if you're feeling a certain way, you're feeling, and I I hate to, to say this way, but I think we kind of ended it great with our last message is just turning outwards versus inwards and thinking less selfish and because I always think about like my my traditions my 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 you know and I need to think about sharing and giving mm-hmm. look at that that's the holiday spirit sharing and giving sharing oh and my giving goodness. hashtag that <laughs> how we see it <laughs> so um but what did I want to say just at the very end is if you're struggling with this um something that will super help you is um at the beginning of my marriage I just thought about like me versus my husband, me, my family versus his, who gets to spend more time with who. Does that make sense? And now it's more of my husband and I versus my family. And not like versus as if you're like battling, but like you're united though. Yeah, we're a team and we talk about this together and it's not about fighting each other on it. So for sure. I love that. I feel like that's a perfect way to end that, that um, question that we asked because I, you're a team. At the end of the day, whoever you decide to spend the life, the rest of your life with, like they're your safe zone. It's a happy time of the year, and look outward. Those are like the main things that we mm-hmm. want to share with you guys. So, um, we did have one more question that we asked on um, our Instagram page. If you guys are not following us, please give us a follow because we do like to interact with our listeners. Yeah, it's just how we see it. Podcast, right? Yes. Okay. So we asked, "How do you survive it?" And somebody said, "Remembering that they are different than my own family, and that's okay." Like that. That's like the outward thing that we were talking about mm-hmm. last time. Be open and upfront on how we want to spend time as your own family slash couple. Totally, I love this, and I'll go into this after we read a couple more, just because there's not that many. Um, this one made me laugh and it said cry, which totally okay to do. Do it. <laughs> cry about it. Yeah. Let it out. Um, they moved away. It's glorious. And we have, we, ha- we go there every other year. I like the positivity out yeah. of this one. <laughs> that works for you. That works for you. Um, and then the last one is to have a forbidden conversation topic list. Okay. Good. If you need yeah. to set boundaries. Great. Yep. Exactly. So again, I just um, think about my mission and we talked about this at the beginning, how we had to go to many different families over the holidays, talk with them. So it wasn't, we were just with, you know, does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. we were visiting a lot of people and for me in my life, that's the case because both of my, both I and my husband have divorced parents. So we have a lot of people that we need to visit and um, why I think about my mission, too, is just setting, just kind of, I was talking about that book that um, I shared with you earlier on how to spend your time wisely. And one of the things is to set expectations. And that's what we did as missionaries, is we set expectations for each meeting. We, we talked about how long we would be with that family for, what we would talk about, 
and you don't necessarily need to talk about what you will talk about with your family, but it's very important to know how long you'll be there. I was going to say, I always bring up this book, but I love it. <laughs> it was called Newlyweds by John, by the way. I've said this like 20 hundred times in the podcast. I'm probably going to bring it up in the future, but if you haven't heard, this is a book that me and Taylor read before we were married, and it's helped us so much throughout our marriage. It talked about how we, it's so important for us. It was a priority for us to plan our wedding. It took me about like four months to do. And he stressed the importance of like planning your future after that. It's still like you're you're still planning it. So meaning breaking down um, like your families and like, and, and what I mean by that's like, there's going to be certain times and situations of like, not even during the holidays. I know that's what we're talking about, but that you'll be like, well, this is what my family does. And he'll say, well, this is what my family does. I've been raised like that. So you kind of have to meet in the middle and figure out what works best for your family. Because like how Des said, like it's her her family versus, you know, I mean, her personal family, like with her husband and her daughter versus like her mom and dad and her siblings Mm -hmm. and not, not, I hate using the word versus and that's not what we want to use, but like you guys are a team here. And so I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I just love that book. So read it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I definitely, I like what you said on that. Sorry. Last thing about what I was talking about a little bit earlier with the book is just letting them know how long you'll be there for. Did you do that in your mission? Just like, yeah, that's the expectations with them at the beginning. Like, yeah, we're going to be here for this long or I don't even know what I said. No, no. I didn't say Thank that. Thank you for <laughs> getting me on backtrack because that's what I was trying to get to with that book is I was trying to say that Taylor and I both serve missions and you and Adam serve both missions. So we use this preach my gospel. So, um, book before, but I, I love that because you set the expectations of like when you go in, um, uh, maybe you do have to have a, like a forbidden like list, like what you, what someone said, or, Maybe it's like, um, if this is brought up, can you like defend me? I, I've, I've brought that up to Taylor before, like in, in our family situations. And so he's like, yeah, I got you. Like I'll have your back. And I know he will. I know he's not going to let someone step all over me, but, um, I just love that example of like, talk about it and go in there being like, Hey, we're only going to spend you like, not going to lie, I can only spend, like, 30 minutes with your family. Like, this is what we're getting. I mean, obviously, it's going to be yeah. more or what, whatever it works for you. But, like, this is what we're going to do. This is the game plan. This is a safe word. And we bounce. <laughs> yes. I found that super helpful. And everybody's thing might be different. It might be time for some people. It might be a list of words from for other people. It could be anything. But for me, because I am an introvert and I just get so overwhelmed time is really important to me and I need to know I need to have those expectations before the day begins I need to know what's going to happen so my husband and I set those expectations when we get to wherever we're going we'll say okay we have to leave at this time so that they have that expectation as well and they know when we're leaving so they won't try and like bribe us to stay longer because that happens if you don't Mm -hmm. set those expectations with them so that no. has been super helpful in, in my marriage. I was going to say thank you for bringing that up because that's something like I said before that Taylor and Taylor's family, my family live in the same state and vague in the same city, same state. And so we have to split our time 50-50. So we have to tell our families, okay, 
at five o'clock, we're going to head on over to Kim's family or vice versa. And so you guys have the expectation, the game plan, and then they have the expectation. So I love that you brought that up because it, it saves so much stress and anxiety. Just talk communication. You guys, this is what we're, we're getting to is communicate and talk about it and I'll save a lot of stress. Yes. But that was really honestly how that's it on how like I survive the holidays because that's that's the biggest thing for me so I think just think about what's the biggest thing for you going into this holiday season make sure you talk about it with your husband make sure you ask him what his biggest thing is going into it that way it's not just about you it's about you know each other because that's like really what the holiday is about is spending time with each other so yeah and just make it the best and most realistic as possible exactly um yeah, I I can just say the same thing. Communication has helped me in my marriage and, and surviving the holidays and even communication not just with my spouse but with my 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 extended my now family, like my in-laws. Um, and that's why it works for me. It's because I am one to speak up for myself and I am one to, in a kind, kind way, I'm never going to disrespect any of my family. Um so it just communication is what is the key magic sauce, I feel like. Totally. So yeah. I just know your feelings are valid if mm-hmm. you're struggling going through this holiday season, but we hope that this honestly helps you guys because it can be tough. So we love you guys and thank you guys for sharing and like opening up being vulnerable with us about how you guys feel and your struggles because it means a lot and we know that your stories will help others as well. So thank you so much. And we hope to guys, <laughs> we hope to guys, oh my gosh, we hope to, we hope you guys have a good um, ho- holidays this season, or I guess Thanksgiving. We're, <laughs> we're not leaving, you guys. We hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving, eat lots of food for us, and um, have a good time with your families. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.